bless you, everyone. Welcome to Monday Fun Day here on <laughs> Kingdom Concepts. We're getting ready to have a wonderful, wonderful time. It's a beautiful week. Amen. Amen. God's doing great things. Sunday was life-changing. Amen. And man, today's another day for God to do something wonderful in your lives. And we're just so excited, amen, that you chose to be with us on this journey. Um, our prayer is that this time that we spend with each other, that it'll empower you. You know, the whole purpose for us doing this Kingdom Concepts is to take things that God has shown us. That's right. And be able to help you because you don't have to learn through everything we've done wrong. You know, uh, you can also learn through the things that we've done right. Yes. That way we didn't go through these things for nothing. Mm -hmm. Amen. And our prayer is that you avoid a lot of unnecessary roughness. Amen. And the way that we do that is by coming into a place where we're receiving wisdom. Mm -hmm. Wisdom that is found in the Word of God. Because when you start your life and your day off with the wisdom of the Lord, with seeking God who is the source of wisdom, you'll always find yourself in a place where every day just tends to work towards your good. Yes. You know, you don't wind up missing your moment and... Uh, but you realize that Monday is not the beginning of a bad week. It's the beginning of another week for God to show you how right. awesome He truly That's is. That's right. That's right. So what what things have uh, been inspiring you for this week? What do you believe in the Lord to do? Well, actually, I was just going to share a testimony I got from somebody that watched one of our episodes. And uh, it goes exactly with what you said. You said, you know, we want to share our, you know, our, you know, our pitfalls, our you know, mistakes, you know, and our victories, obviously, you Victory. know, you know, because we can learn from each other. And somebody just talked to me the other day. And they said, you know, they said, I can't believe that, that this happened. And they mentioned uh, um, something that, that I had shared on the episode. And I was like, what do you mean? She said, there's hope for me. And I said, what are you, what are you talking about? She said, you went through this. And, and we, we talked about how I wasn't as big in faith as I needed to be in a situation. And I said, yes, of course. I said, yeah, I did that. And she said, well, there's hope for me. She said, because I know that you went through that. And she said, and the kind of person I know you are now. She said, I know there's hope for me. And I said, listen, I said, I have a lot of those mistakes. So <laughs> keep tuning in. I said, anything I've done that could cause you to learn, I didn't go through it and, you know, pass through it for no reason, you know? Mm -hmm. So learn with us, you know, grow with us and get your paper, get your notebook, write your scriptures down, write things down that you heard that are good for later because, you know, you always want to make sure you uh, write those things down and, and just record them, you know, uh, listen to the messages, you know, more than one time because I know for me when I listen to something and then I go and listen to it again, I always get something better, you know. Yeah, repetition is the motor for learning. I know, I know. And, uh, and it's so important, especially if you want to succeed in life mm -hmm. and, and excel and exceed in your relationship with God. Um, you definitely have to be a person that is for consistency. Yeah. You know, uh, we've been talking about complacency and... Today's subject is a very important one because this is something that every one of us are called to, and that is to the ministry. You know, the Lord called every one of us to do something for Him. And complacency doesn't just step in and, and mess with one area of your life. It'll it'll come in oh, yes. and try to take over every area. That's right. And ultimately, you know, ministry will be affected when complacency is given a place, you know, within yourself. And I know that as I was praying and saying, God... You know, how do you deal with complacency? Because, again, it's a pride issue. It's it's a selfish issue. And, mm -hmm. and again, sometimes it's it's masked by other things, you know. But, Lord, at the true root of it, it's it's to be selfish. It's to put oneself before others. Be conceited to have a great ego and a big head. Mm -hmm. 
And I said, Lord, how do you defeat complacency? And I asked him this just about a month ago. And the Lord told me complacency is defeated by consistency. Mm -hmm. Complacency is defeated by consistency. Oh, that's really good. It's doing the right things constantly. That's right. Because when you keep yourself in a place to where your life is submitted to God, complacency will never have an opportunity to take over. Because mm -hmm. to come to the Lord Jesus Christ and the making the Lord of your life, I mean, it requires a surrender. Mm -hmm. And it requires mm -hmm. you to humble yourself, you know, to realize that on your own, you, you can do nothing to change your life. Pride will never have an opportunity to rise up and cause your life to fall mm -hmm. or to become less mm -hmm. than what God wants mm -hmm. it to be. That's right. You know, I'm going to read this scripture right here. Uh, Matthew 9, 16, it says this. Um, let me find it really quick. It says, No man putteth a piece of new cloth unto an old garment, for that which is put in, in to fill it, fill it up, taketh from the garment, and the rent is made worse. Read verse 17, too. Okay. That's also good. Neither do men put new wine into old bottles, else the bottles break, and the wine runneth out, and the bottles perish. But they put new wine into new bottles, and both are preserved. Oh, I like that. It's very good. I mean, well, you know what Jesus Christ was saying here was that you can't put a new life into an old lifestyle. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, we have to be transformed amen into that image that god is the bible says that if anybody's in christ you're a new creature old things will pass away the thing with complacency is it will cause you to be satisfied mm -hmm. with where you're at mm -hmm. it'll cause you to be satisfied with what you've accomplished uh you know what you've done uh that's pride you know to where you think that way is the best mm -hmm. way and you're not even open to growing or to considering mm -hmm. doing things different. You're not open to anything new. And so what happens is when, you know, you have God who the Bible says he's doing a new thing every day. Yes, His yes. blessings are new every day. When you have a God that is creative and every day something new is being offered and something new is being revealed. If you've settled into a place to where you like what you did yesterday and you're not going to change it. Mm -hmm then that new thing that God's trying to do, it won't agree with mm -hmm. what he's already done in your life. You know what I mean? As mm -hmm. far as, I mean, God's word always agrees with itself. But what I'm saying is that God takes you from glory to glory to glory. What God did in a lower level in your life, mm -hmm. you know, it helps you get to that higher level, but it but it's it won't agree work. with it. It it's won't work, work once you once you step up. Right. And so I think that a lot of times you have people in, in ministries, even, you know, uh, churches, that have stepped into places where complacency has been given, it's become a stronghold. Mm -hmm. Now, what would, what would you say to somebody, and we're talking about complacency in ministry, what would you say to somebody, well, you know, this person, they have a huge church, you know, they have a good, you know, good thing going to have a good church. What's wrong with them just relaxing now? What's wrong with them just coasting? They've got a good church, they've got a good family, they've got a good ministry, whatever. What's the difference? What what what's to say, in other words, what's wrong with them just coasting? What's wrong with them just I got a good church. I'm happy. I mean, what is what's wrong with that? I think that when people when things are good mm -hmm. and, and they're okay with things being good, good is the enemy of great. That's right. When you are satisfied with good, you will never reach for what's great. Mm -hmm. 
And, and I believe that there needs to be a little holy dissatisfaction inside of every one of us mm -hmm. to where you appreciate and you're grateful exactly. for everything that God has done, but you know that there's always something greater in your future, right. that what God has in front of you is greater than what's behind That's you. Right. And, That's right. and I think that the devil just excels at trying to get people to pay too much attention to their past, whether it's their past mistakes mm -hmm. or their past victories. That's right. Because he knows that if he can get you stuck back there, then your future is going to be predictable, mm -hmm. you know, uh, and and that's what he's trying to stop is what you can be, but you've never been what you can do, but you've never done. You know, he's trying to it's not your past that scares him. It's your future, your future. because he understands that the Lord tells us in his word that he intends to do you greater at your latter end than your beginning. That's right. Everything has a beginning. That's right. And God expects for things to grow. Anything that's healthy is going to grow. Mm -hmm. And when God's in it, it will agree with what's been done mm -hmm. because it, it'll, it'll complement what's going to be done. Mm -hmm. And I think that when complacency is entertained in ministry, the worst effect that takes place when ministries step into a place of pride, um, being satisfied with self and, 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 Everything has to do with, you know, self. People go to hell. Mm. That's the that's the worst effect is that we're dealers in life. And when we're satisfied with what we've done, then there are people that are still out there that remain to be reached mm -hmm. with this gospel mm -hmm. and with the ministry God's given us. And, and man, they can go to hell. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I never want to be at the place. I don't care how... Uh, successful how prosperous how you know anything that that god has done for us i never want to be at the place where i say thank you lord that's enough yeah or oh, thank you Lord, that's, that's i want to always to be. be satisfied where i'm at every step of the way you know starting from you know 10 adults and six kids in a living room to where we are now i was always satisfied and i was always blessed in the season that we were in because we were growing in it i knew we weren't going to stay there i knew that you know and i was never frustrated i was never mad i was mm -hmm. never uh not satisfied about where we were but we were never at the place where okay well this is it this is it it's never been that it's always like okay lord what do you have for us next yeah. Lord, we're happy we're we're blessed we're we're content where you're taking us Mm -hmm. And I feel like if we stay that route, we're always going to go to a higher level. When we get to that place where we're we're not content, you know, we're upset or we're angry. Or why haven't hasn't this happened yet? Mm -hmm. You know, we've been in church this long, or we've been in ministry this long, and we're still this size, or you know, we're still financially this way. And and uh, I said this before. Um, Nancy DeFrade say said this. She said, if you're you say that you're standing in faith. But you're complaining. You're not standing. If you're you're whining, if you're, you're not standing, if you're, um, you know, if you're upset, if you're frustrated, you're not standing. Mm -hmm. You're you're not standing in faith is knowing that where you are and what you're doing is where God has you. That's standing in faith, and and you stand on His word, you stand on His promises, and then you are you're happy of where you are, and you. Doesn't mean just because you're okay, Lord, I'm happy in this area. Doesn't mean that you're going to stay there. Yeah. It doesn't. If we stay humble, if we stay uh, uh, teachable, yeah. we're going to always go to a higher level. Always. Yeah, and, and God wants your faith to grow. I see. And the thing is, this is that your faith is what helped bring you to where you are at today. Mm -hmm. And if we're not uh, applying that same faith, 
then you know life's going to be predictable again it's going to remain the mm -hmm. same and God wants us to always be in a place where faith is being extended to him. Faith is being stretched. It's being grown. That measure of faith is increasing. You know, God will always ask you to do something that is so impossible mm -hmm. for you to do without him. It'll make you look crazy. I mean, you look at the vision that God's entrusted to us oh, to build. Yeah. You know, it, it always makes you look like a crazy person. But God always comes through because it's not about what we can do. It's not by our might. It's not by our power. It's, it's by his spirit. And, you know, I, I think that when you're a, a person who, who's passionate for God and, and complacency doesn't have a, a position in your life, you know, there are going to be things that will try to, to contain you because, you know, the devil is, he's scared of your ability to change. Mm -hmm. He's scared of, mm -hmm. of your ability, you know, to, to keep reaching forward. And sometimes people, they become intimidated, especially... Mm -hmm. When, what I've learned is that when people come into a place where they're complacent, especially in ministry, the growth of ever, other ministries and the things that they're doing, it intimidates, mm -hmm. you know, and t people tend to become critical because it'll often point out where they've quit growing. And, you know, I always remember when, you know, when we first started this ministry, man, we had so many families that started showing up. And I remember this one particular family. To where there was a, a member of that family that was like the, the patriarch. They were the one that, that was the, the spiritual giant in their family. And everybody just kind of like flocked to that one person. Where, wherever they went to church, that's where they would go to church. Whatever they were teaching, that's what they wanted to be taught. And I remember as this family came in, this one person showed up and then the rest of the whole family started showing up. And I remember that over time... The family was growing in faith being in this mm -hmm. ministry. And I remember they reached a level to where they knew how to hear from God for themselves. They knew how to, how to study the word to show themselves approved. They grew spiritually to where I remember they came to a place where they had grown to where that member of the family was. And I remember that it upset that family member. Mm -hmm. I remember the moment that their family didn't look to them the way that they used to. What it did was it exposed that that person had come to a place where they quit growing. Mm. But they'd always known more, but it wasn't seen until people that had been saved less than them were now growing more than them. Mm. And so, you know, there are things that can happen. You know, that person pulled out and a lot of the family went with them. Mm. And, and you look at the family now. And they, they all kind of have the same spiritual walk. They're all at this. They haven't gone to higher levels. Mm -hmm. They've stayed. And sometimes you see that happen when it comes to churches, you know. Again, you know, we're all called to do a work for God. And we do so much ministry mm -hmm. with other men, with other churches. And But I remember the Lord, he, he told us a long time ago, you know, don't become a part of uh, alliances and things. You know, because sometimes, you know, uh, a group of folks can agree to be at a certain level. And, and it can hinder you from becoming what God wants you to be. We're all encouraged to help take each other higher. I love doing things with other churches to where, you know, I don't care, you know, who gets the credit for as long as God gets the glory. And, yeah, and we learn, we learn how to become a better ministry by, by serving with those ministries. And those are the kind of relationships that I always want to have, you know, because if you start walking with people that become complacent, mm. Then, you know, there's a Chinese proverb that says that if you walk with someone who limps, 
you're going to learn how to limp, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, and people that are caught up in pride that were like, hey, this is good enough, you know, it, it can become infectious to where you find yourself being satisfied with the way it's things like are. It's like gangrene, you oh. know, oh, it's just, it's got to be cut out, you know, and, and you don't want to, you don't want to be, when you're around wildfire, you know, you're around that person that's just on fire for God and it's great and you want to be around that person. Mm -hmm. You want to be around that and it takes you somewhere. It, it causes you to, to just, I don't know, just soar, you know, when mm -hmm. you're on that, yeah. that person, you know, a good wildfire, you know, yeah. and one that you don't want to put out and you never want to do that. It, it's, it's, it's infectious, you know, it's, it's a good kind. But then when you're around people that are complacent, they're satisfied where they're at, they want to stay where they're at. Mm -hmm. That can be that can be you know infectious. Also, you can just say, well, that person's you know that person's not is fine where they're at. That person's staying where they're at, and they they seem to be okay. And and you limit yourself. You know, you limit what God wants to do in your life. Mm -hmm. And and what a sad thing that we have a a God that died on the cross for us to have an abundant life, to have mm -hmm. a life overflowing, to have a life that that is excellent, to go places, to do things. And we're satisfied with just, you know. We, we serve a God with no limits. Mm, amen. And, and we, we were faced with these same mm -hmm. situations. I remember when we first got saved that, uh, got, you know, born again, got baptized in the Holy Ghost. And I, I remember just, you know, being so excited about the things that God had done. And you remember that one time that we'd come around some folks that mm -hmm. uh, they, we were just sharing about the, the goodness of God. And we, were, we had that wildfire. And I remember there was you some... You still do, baby. You I know, I know we do, man. We, I had to learn to protect our flame. But That's I remember right. we were faced with a decision because it's a decision to become complacent or to remain humble. It's, it's a decision to be teachable or unteachable. And I just remember that there was a few people that, man, they had history with God. But I remember them telling us, enjoy what, what you're feeling right mm -hmm. now. Enjoy that passion right now because it's going to go away. Remember they started off with looking at each other going, you remember when we were like that? Yes. And I remember going, oh, Lord, remember I told you afterwards, I said, Elena, I don't ever want to be some mm -hmm. some person, you know, that's had some history with God and they're telling some young person or someone that's born again all fired up for the Lord that that feeling is going to go away. That was awful. It was. And we had to, we had to make a decision to protect our flame. And Well, I remember, I, I will never forget that night because I remember the minute that they said it. And this is... 20, 27 years 27 ago, almost. 27 years ago. I still remember that night. We walked in, and it was like, oh, remember when we were like that? Mm -hmm. And I remember instantly the Holy Spirit, like, guarded my heart. It was just an instant. I knew that the Holy Spirit was, like, covering me. You mm -hmm. know, it was like, it was like the minute I felt him, like, don't receive this. Mm -hmm. I knew that. Don't receive this. You know, we weren't even, we didn't even know the word yet. Mm -hmm. We were just no, saved months, you know? Jesus our Lord. And I just felt this, like, covering of the Holy Spirit. Don't receive this. I was like, okay, I don't know what that means, but I'm not going to do this. I remember walking out, we left. We didn't say anything to the people that were with us, and we went home, and that's the first thing we talked about. And you said, we are never going to be like this. We're never going to allow anything to, you know, we need to protect the flame. And you know what's 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 um, funny when I think about protecting the flame? You don't mean protecting the flame and not allowing anybody to see it, not allowing yeah. anybody to, to partake of it. You know, when you have a lamp, I can just think about this. When you have a lamp and you have that flame inside, when you have that hurricane globe that goes over it, mm -hmm. and you're walking around with that, that hurricane globe protects the lamp, but you are still able to able to partake of the fire that's in that. You're still able to see. You're still able to be guided by it. That's very good. You know, and 
And that, that hurricane thing, that hurricane lap is there to protect the flame, but you're still able to use it. You're still able to see it. You're still able to be guided by it. And there's a flame inside of us. There's a flame inside that God has that we have to protect and not allow anybody that, that, and you know, I think a lot of times it may be jealousy. You know, a person sees you, sees your fire, sees what you're doing for God. And they do, they just want to put a wet blanket on you. They just want to, you know, calm you down. And you know what? I don't know who you're around or or who you're with, but never allow anybody to hinder the flame that God has inside of you. Never allow anybody to calm you down. Yes, there's going to be things that you can and can't do because, you know, we're growing and we're maturing, you know, uh, those kinds of things. But never allow anybody to hinder your walk with God. Never allow anybody to hinder, you know, the things that God's doing in your life. You know, be teachable, be ever growing, and you're gonna see so many great things happen in your life. Yeah, you know, we've we've seen the the results of protecting the flame. Yes. I mean, you go to heights that you never thought you Amen. can you can get to, able to do things for God that you never thought you can accomplish for God. And at the same time, because we do a lot of, uh, you know, I'm a pastor to pastors, and mm-hmm. you know, because we you know we have an apostolic ministry where we oversee, you know. Uh, you know, works and we help establish works and, and and we're there to help build leaders around the world in that capacity. We never would have got there if we would have if we would have just been satisfied with what we had already attained. Mm-hmm. And within that environment, you know, I can't I, I can't even recall how many pastors that we've met that stepped into, you know, churches that had that that were complacent. And they came in wanting to make changes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And again, you had people that they were so satisfied with what had already been done before in that church. It was that it was that old uh, wine skin not being able to handle the new wine that God was trying to bring in. And uh, and you had a lot of pastors that they had they were faced with a choice they can either bring the change that god wants for that church because it's bringing life Mm -hmm. or they can conform to what's already been done and and things just remain the same and you know i always say this that the last words of a dying church are we've never done it that way before Mm -hmm. you know when they become married to their methods what's been used in the past you know it puts them in a position to where you know you, you be you become irrelevant. Mm-hmm. I mean, you think about how many how many churches nowadays uh, that it's like going into a time machine. You go into a church and it's like going back forty years. Oh yes. And and there's just the 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 gospel message is is still the same, but because they've refused to make some changes, not changing the word, but changing Never the methods. The word. Uh, they they just their relevance has diminished because people go in there and and there's nothing that they can connect with because things are so foreign and so dated. And I think that when it comes to the gospel, it's important that we hold true to that message. It never changes. Absolutely. absolutely. But how God uses us to bring the gospel, we need to be open to how the Lord wants to do things now. Amen. You know, and so I just think that, you know, for those of you that are watching, you know, especially those of you involved in ministry, you know, if, if you've had success, praise God for that success. You know, don't don't ever let anybody take away, you know, from what you've been able to accomplish for the Lord. But don't allow that accomplishment to become a stumbling block to mm-hmm. you. 
Amen. Understand that, man, God used you in that supernatural way. God will use you again. And he wants to see you grow and excel and, and become so much more than what's seen on the surface. And, you know, when it comes to churches, maybe there's a pastor watching right now. Don't be afraid to allow God to talk to you about doing some things different. Mm. Amen. Don't don't be afraid, amen, to make some changes in in your building or in your order of service. You know, God will meet you there and you'll be surprised that if you'll just open yourself up and say, Lord, it's not about me. It's not about what I want. It's us laying down self and humbling ourselves before God and saying, God, speak to me. Lord, how do you want me to, to be in this ministry? What do you want me to do? God will meet you right there. I'm telling you, he'll take you where you never thought you could go. Amen. Amen. God bless you. We love you. And we will see you next week. God bless.